Computer, say something intelligent. Intelligence has been defined in many ways. The capacity for logic, understanding, self-awareness, learning, emotional knowledge, reasoning, planning, creativity, critical thinking, and problem solving. Computer, make a fart noise. I would, but I find them to be a little too long-winded. <laughs> nice. That's a well Steve played. <laughs> well played. This is the AT Banter Podcast, a balanced and entertaining look at assistive technology, accessibility, and its importance in people's lives. Join Rob Minot, Ryan Fleury, and Steve Barclay as they banter with people around the world about anything and everything regarding assistive technology and the disability community. Now, on with the show. Hey, and welcome to another episode of AT Banter. Banter, banter. Actually, not just an episode, another episode. episode. This is the, the first episode of the, the year. decade. Oh, that's, that's uh, good for another cowbell. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and one, one cowbell. And one for Brian. <laughs> uh, hey, my name is Rob Minot, and it's 2020. Good night. <laughs> my, my name is Rob Minot, of course. Uh, joining me today, we have a full house here, uh, Mr. Ryan Flurry. Howdy. Mr. Steve Barkley. I'm only here for the cowbell for Brian. <laughs> uh, oh, Steve. Mr. Rick Chant. Good morning. And the lovely Nicole Chant. Hey, guys. It's not Chant anymore, is it? It's <laughs> technically it's Chant Martell, but I kind of still use my maiden name ongoing. Uh, there you go. All right. Uh, yes. It's the, the first episode of the year. And just like the last episode of the year, we have no plan. <laughs> <laughs> so roll it out there. Excellent. Well, there is one plan. There is we, there? Yeah, we had fan, we had fan mail from uh, Brian Bebo who said we need more cowbell. Yep. Steve? No, we need more cowbell. It's That's all, all very well. More no, 38,000 downloads. The audience gets what they want. <laughs> Damn straight. Fan service. That's right. Yeah, really. <laughs> what are you, in charge of the Star Wars franchise? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, it's an inside joke. So, uh, well, uh, so Ryan, mm, uh, what are we doing today? Today, I thought it would just be kind of a maybe look back at last year and kind of look ahead to the new year and what might be coming down the pike and just you know just banter hey okay so can i pause you right there and just ask the room something is it pike or pipe pike are you sure yep it's it's something's coming down the pike mm -hmm. yeah P-I-K-E. Turn, turn pike supposedly is that what is that but what it's supposed it's to be it's been canadianized and you hear it coming down the pipe now because really both work, yes. but I've never, I don't think I've ever really fully understood which one it was. I kind of thought that Ryan was going to say coming down the pipe, so. I'm yeah, because like, things come down pipes. Things go I guess pipes. Not, not good things come down pipes, so. We're off the rails Depends on the pipe. Yeah, exactly. It depends on the pipe. Well, let's ask the computer. Computer. She's not going to know. I don't know why I'm asking her. I don't even know how to phrase the question. Uh, <laughs> what what does the Computer's phrase coming going, down the what pipe is mean? <laughs> Computer, what does the term coming down the pike mean? Coming down the pike is the present participle of come down the pike. Come down the pike means to emerge, come up, to approach or arrive on the scene, to present itself or oneself. That doesn't sound correct to me. <laughs> okay. Forget it. I don't Computer. Want to ask for anything. Computer. What does the term coming down the pipe mean? The noun pipe is usually defined as a hollow cylinder of metal, <laughs> wood, or other material used for the conveyance of water, gas, steam, petroleum, etc. The verb pipe is usually defined as to play on a pipe. 
I think we've had a conclusive result here. <laughs> yeah, I think that nobody knows is what the, is. Maybe the audience knows. It Email is coming down the pike. Cowbell at atbanter.com if you're <laughs> aware whether it's coming down the pipe or coming down the pike. Or if it even matters. I, yeah, I guess both work. I'm going to do something rude things. with that drumstick that Steve has beaten that cowbell with. I got to tell you. Um, Take it somewhere else. Hit it again. Okay, wait, Here. where oh, were we? You, you can use the jingle, jingle stick. Sticks. <laughs> okay, anyways, well, where were we? All right. Oh, yeah, so, okay, so what do we, so, okay, yeah, so I just wanted to establish that, so if this thing goes completely off the rails, we know who to blame. That's right. This is Ryan's idea. It's me, it's me. Um. Well, well I, how was everybody's holiday? Steve, let's start with you. Oh, brother. <laughs> My holiday was excellent. We had a house full of family. We ate and drank and made merry in a marvelous way. Ooh, he did made merry in a marvelous way. Dad. <laughs> That's what he just said. <laughs> he made merry in a mer No, never mind. Next. Mr. Chant, how was your holiday? Um, good, good. Uh, we were in Cuba, uh, Veradero, from the 16th to the 30th. Um, there were a few challenges, um, when we got there, uh, rooms not ready, uh, wrong side of the hotel, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So it took a couple of days to get that sorted out because, well, Cuba's not <clears throat> the most expedient country in the world. Manana? Manana, yeah, yeah, <laughs> way, way manana. <laughs> and, uh... We had, a, we had a good time. Um, some of the highlights were swimming in a cave and uh, um, the bat cave where they were exiting in the evening just as uh, dusk was starting to fall. They were flying over your head. Um, we did a jeep safari and uh, a lot of snorkeling. Uh, it was good. It was good. It was really good. Uh, four of us went, so it was, uh, it was a lot of fun. Muy bueno. And Nicole... How was your holiday? My holiday was lovely. Um, we were part of the group of four that went to Cuba with Dad here. Um, but yeah, we really enjoyed it. Good and warm. Um, all the out trips were really good, actually. Um, our trip to Havana that we did partway through, it was just an afternoon, evening into nighttime show at the Tropicana, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, no, it was Definitely a good way to spend a holiday. Rum on the beach. Not for this girl. <laughs> <laughs> this girl doesn't drink rum. <laughs> but boy, I tell you, they pour rum like it's water. Yeah. Oh my God. <gasps> 33 million liters a year is what they go through. Hmm. Wow. Now that, that's, an, that's what they produce a year. Yeah. That's an awful lot of rum. It is. I bet they make some really sweet rum down there, too. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Legendario yeah. is a sweet rum. Yeah. And uh, my wife figured this out early. <laughs> and and often. And was introduced to chocolate milkshakes with rum. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Cuban milkshakes. Cuban milkshakes is what they're called. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to try that when I'm drinking again. Oh, are you on a, are you on a, uh, are you detoxing, are you? This is, this is week one. <laughs> oh. Rob, how was your holiday? Swell. Swell. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Glad to hear it. It was, it was swell. How awesome. about you? How was your uh, holiday? No, no, no. You need to elaborate on that, Rob. Come oh, really? On. Uh, computer. <laughs> What does swell mean? <laughs> as a verb, swell is usually defined as to grow in bulk, as by the absorption of moisture or the processes of growth. Yep. Yeah, you're as growing noun, in bulk. Swell is usually defined as the act of swelling or the condition of being swollen. Oh, we don't want to know about that. Swell is usually defined as of things stylish, elegant. For more... Ask me to give you more definitions. Uh, really? Swell. That's that's. Where yeah. is she getting her information? Because there's also ocean swell, right? Yeah, that's right. So there's, there's all kinds. Mm, of well, other whatever. Swell okay, fine. It was good. It was it was it was very nice. I, it was lovely, and uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it was nice. It was nice. Had a nice break. Yeah, the break from was city nice. life. Exactly. That's true. The break was good. What about you, Ryan? It was pretty quiet. We spent the 
couple days out in Langley at my sister and brother-in-law's place and just kind of sat and chilled and relaxed and opened some gifts. Then the wives went Boxing Day shopping, <laughs> came home, and just chilled. So mm-hmm. it was nice. How about New Year's? What did you do for New Year's, Rick? I was in bed oh at 10 God. to 10, buddy. <laughs> it's called jet lag. Cool. Um, we hung out with Troy's best friend until about half past midnight, and then we kicked him out and went to sleep. That's called, yeah, I was, it's I called was, jet lag. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I was in bed by like 10. Yep, me too. I was asleep. It was just another night for me. Yeah. Who cares? Well, normally I drive with red nose, right? So I'm up until 3, 4. But this year we didn't drive at all because there was so much stuff going on. And then we were away, so. What'd you do? I went to the pub with neighbors uh, up until about 10 o'clock, and then we wandered back to my neighbor's place, and we hung out there and played cards and made merry until midnight. And Boy, you're doing an awful lot of made merry these days. Yeah. God. Tis the season, man. Just not learning. Yeah. Welcome back yeah. to editing, Rob. And yeah, then uh, just uh, tootled on home from there. Yeah. All of two doors. It was. I was going to say it's not a far stagger. Hell of a commute. Oh yeah. Good. 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 All right, Ryan, what's next? What's next? What's next in the power show? Uh, like I said, I just thought it'd be a, a loosey-goosey conversation. Loosey-goosey. All right. Yeah. Um, well, welcome to 2020, lads. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have you by my side yet again this year. Yeah, you're not getting rid of us. Into the new decade we go. Scary thought is, is uh, Steve and I have, this is our fourth decade together. Oh, Jesus. The start of our fourth decade together. Holy God. Let me ask you guys a question. 85. So the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, hmm. that's scary stuff. Listen. Let me ask you guys a question. There's been a lot of talk about moving into a new decade. Is it actually a new decade? We didn't start at year one or year zero. So is this actually a new decade? Yeah, you started the knots. It's the, uh, yeah. Do you? Yep. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. there's been some discussion about that. Yeah, just like the new century. Yeah. Hmm. Right? Is this the first century or the 21st century? The 20th century or the 21st century? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. That's all I got. But <laughs> can, I, can I, everybody? <laughs> I'm glad we solved that for you. That, Thanks, right. that, that occurred to me the other uh, day that, you know, Steve and I are working on being friends for coming up to 40 years. Yeesh. <laughs> well, one is very tolerant. That's scary. Yeah, neither of us is very discerning. <laughs> 30, yeah, right. 37 years. Yikes. Oof. Crazy. Ooh. And I use the term friends loosely, of course, Ooh. but. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, I mean, we, we've been together a long time, too, right? What are you, 20? 20. I started with Aroga in 2000, so. Yeah, so 20. it's 20 years, yeah. Rob? Oh, God, I don't know. What's 16, it? 17? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Between us, we're we're twenty six oh. years. <laughs> we're dead. You're twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine years. Mm, I started with Aroga in nineteen ninety. So thirty years. Nineteen ninety. Wow. Yeah, November of nineteen ninety. So Jeez. yeah. So I'm twenty six, twenty seven. You're thirty. That's yeah. fifty seven. Ryan's twenty. That's seventy seven. Yeah, I mean, so sitting dead. here, you're what? Sixteen, seventeen? Yeah. Seventy seven. Ninety ninety years ish. Of experience sitting in this room. Yeah. Nicole's Nicole's doing accounting in the background, so if we add a couple of on for her. Yeah. 18 months. <laughs> <laughs> Noob. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to hell. <laughs> uh, yeah, it seems just like yesterday. 90 years, man. Yeah. That That's an in- incredible number. Yep. Yep. You know, when you, when you think kids change jobs four, five, six times... In the first 10 years, they're in the job market these days? Yep. Hmm. 90 years is, is out there. Huh. I just... That that explains why I want to just take a nap right now. <laughs> <laughs> that occurred to me the other day Collect- as I was sitting at the coffee, at the, uh, sitting down having a cup of coffee. It's like, wow, we've been together a long time. Yeah, collectively, we're geriatric. Mm-hmm. Good and geriatric. <laughs> Pro- yeah, probably well, even palliative care. <laughs> I, uh, Let's hope not. <clears throat> I'm gonna have to put in a stair lift for you guys soon. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I can't wait for the biopic 
<laughs> I wonder who will play everybody. <laughs> what else, Ryan? Throw it back to me. Come on. <laughs> well, listen, it's your idea. Um, it's our weekly podcast. Let's okay, do a well, podcast. Okay, well, hold on. Well, you want, okay, didn't you, you wanted to talk about resolutions or something, didn't you? That was just an idea. If anybody well, had made ahead. any resolutions for 2020. Hmm. Do you? I personally haven't. No. How come? I just don't seem to stick with them. That doesn't stop everybody else (laughs) who does stick with them. I have my 40th high school reunion coming up in 30 months. Yeah. Oh, really? I would like to be, I'd like to be 175 pounds by then. Hmm. What are you now? Uh, 176. (laughs) One, 188.4. So I got 13 to lose. In 30 months? In 30 months. Yeah. No problem. Please. Oh, no, there's not a problem. It's just that I need to. <laughs> no, I only go running 20 miles a day. <laughs> no problem at all. <laughs> oh, Ryan's a little jaded this morning. Casual half marathons for fun. That's you right. Know, no biggie. Yeah. Yeah. But Ryan, you've lost a lot of weight since mm-hmm. since we weren't going into an office, per se. Absolutely. Mm, really? Yep. A lot of weight. 36 pounds. Is mm. that right? Mm-hmm. Holy Yep. Wow. Your purse. Huh. That's fabulous. That's what Subway does to you every day. <laughs> that's that's mm. incredible, right? I'm yep. so proud for you. Yeah, me too. So no resolutions? Okay, moving on. No, I got a resolution. All right. What's your resolution? I, I quit smoking weed and drinking. Excellent. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see how long I stick with that. But so is that your detox week? month? Uh, at least a month. At very least a month. Mm. Yeah. Till St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be where I break down. It's possible. <laughs> Green beer, hum in. Single malt. Yeah. And yeah, I'm trying to trying to get myself in a better place so that I can start exercising more and being motivated to exercise more. That's the key. It's the yeah. motivation that's so hard. I know, yeah. It's not getting out and putting your shoes on and going for a run. It's staying at it. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I told myself that I was going to exercise on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. Those are going to be my exercise days. So this morning I got up, or I uh, set my alarm to get up early, and uh, it went off at uh, 6.30 this morning. I listened to the sound of the rain outside, and I went, nope. <laughs> well, I'm just going to reset that alarm. Yeah. <laughs> so my exercise this morning was, reach for the cell phone, <laughs> change the alarm, reach the cell phone back. That was my cardio. Wow. <laughs> See, we, we've made a commitment to a Wednesday night run group 20 years ago now. Yeah. We're, we're celebrating our 20th anniversary together here in, oh, three weeks or so. And it is so much easier if you've made a commitment to a group because everybody kind of doesn't put up with your bullshit. Right. Okay, get out and get on with it. Mm, well, I, resol- I res- was resolving to have less nervous breakdowns this year. <laughs> that, so that would I, be a good one. I have high hopes for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> well, you almost had one last Friday. Yeah. Holy Christ. You were in rough shape, so, man. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, I've been doing a little bit of exercise that's been helping and a lot of a lot of motivational speeches on YouTube and uh, okay. motivational okay. playlists on Spotify. TED Talks. Yeah. The call method. You're not, the Rocky, uh, you're the not, Rocky Four soundtrack is especially good. <laughs> you're, not, yeah. uh, you're not hoping to limber up so you can jump off the balcony. Is that what it is? No, no. I just want to beat the shit out of a piece of meat, and <laughs> I hate Russians. That's, that's what I'm so, uh, yeah. What about you, Ryan? No. Nope. Oh, we already covered yeah. you. No resolutions. Anybody else? Anybody resolutions? Anybody? Anybody? No? I don't think there's a resolution I haven't made for this year. <laughs> New Year's is always such a weird time for me because I have this thing that happens in my brain where it's like, okay, it's the start of a new year. It's a clean slate. You got to do all the things right this time. And you keep screwing it up every other year. So you got to do it right this time. And then I get really like, uh, I do it for about two or three days and then I fall off the bandwagon. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to journal every night before bed. I'm going to get more exercise. I'm going to eat out less. I'm going to like do all these things. And then no, not so much. (laughs) Yeah. It's because I skipped the dishes. (laughs) Yeah, really. That place. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) Who came up with that idea? Yeah, that's that's just a great idea. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we oh, were sitting around a few months back now, but uh, we were sitting around one night going, you know, I want something sweet. We ended up ordering frozen yogurt from Menchie's. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. It, it, it came from New Westminster all the way to Burnaby. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. And we got, you know, all of the toppings and everything on it. It's like, this, this, this is bad. <laughs> it is bad. Yeah. Yeah. All it's missing is just somebody, the guy to come in and scoop it into your mouth for you. <laughs> exactly. Thank, yeah. thank God there isn't a Dairy Queen that's open 24 hours or I'd be fat as a house. <laughs> Well, you never know. Amazon bought Whole Foods, so at some point, you know, maybe they'll start delivering to you as well. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they'll just be drones. Mm-hmm. They just fly. Yeah, great. I can get a $300 grapefruit <laughs> <laughs> delivered to the door. Well, do you guys want to talk a little bit about uh, about some trends? What do you think? What do you What do you think? Twenty twenty olds for AT trends. What's the What's the What's your feeling on the pulse of the industry haptics uh, haptics really it's interesting haptic here low think cost so? low cost braille year i think so eh? yeah i think Ooh. we're gonna get some low cost oh, braille finally, devices out there finally they think you've finally cracked the code on that on that tech new technology well, or is it just we should be getting the canute uh, any any time now in the next few weeks we should be seeing our first canutes come in uh, you know, there's the Orbit, there's the Braille Me that have hit the market now. Um, you know, there's there's some nice little. And those are those are partial page. They're twenty cell. The Canute's, the Canute's uh, three hundred and sixty cell, uh, nine, forty nine. by nine. Yeah, uh, yeah so it's display. partial partial page. Uh, Braille Me and uh, Braille Me is what twenty cell. Twenty cells, yeah, just like the Orbit. Yeah, Orbit's twenty cell, uh, but uh, both are single line. Uh, single yeah. line, yeah. Now these are these are all braille displays, correct? These are all braille displays, yeah. Low okay. cost braille displays. Now, what do you, what do we know about the the actual technology that drives these things? Are they are they similar technologies? Are they proprietary technologies? Are they, is this going to be something where we can see this spilling out into on, into other manufacturers? Now that these guys have cracked the nut in terms of how to how to make a, a less expensive braille display. Um, the the Canute. Um, the Canute, I know, because I invented it. Um, <laughs> I, this, I actually, I, I actually have a notebook which has a drawing in it of uh-huh. a, a little wheel with Braille dots on the wheel, uh-huh. um, and that's exactly what they did. They put Braille dots on a wheel, so the wheel turns around. So the you've dots got two, you've got two wheels side by side, and there's uh, eight sides to it, I believe, and. Uh, each dot combination that can potentially happen between the three dots on one side of a braille cell yeah. are represented on those sides of the wheel. So the wheel turns to whichever side you need for the that dots that you need on that side. The other side turns to the dots that you need for the opposite side, and boom, you've got your, your braille character. Um, I actually wrote that down on a piece of paper and did nothing with it. <laughs> and then next thing you know, here's Bristol Braille doing exactly the same thing, but properly. Ooh. Um, so that one, I know how it works. It's, it's that, that wheelie thing. Uh, I'm not sure I've never been under the hood. You've been under the hood of a uh, orbit, haven't you, Rick? No, no. Oh, I thought you had. No, you, you had one come in. You asked me to do it. Yeah. And the day we got together, it was going back out. So I never got the chance to have my hands on it. Yeah. So we don't, we don't really know how the, how the orbit or the, uh, Braille me works, what the technology underlying there is, but it's somewhat different i imagine because mm-hmm. it's considerably cheaper but but are these proprietary like do they have a patent on this technology like do, is it well bristol braille does for sure for the canute right okay uh i'm not sure about the other okay two. fair enough so okay ryan talk to me yeah. though like, now you said haptics I do know yeah that. i sent you an article i think last night or this morning yeah on some more haptic patches that may have some use case scenarios for blind and low vision market <laughs> at this time i would like to insert a cowbell for brian <laughs> oh my god steve <laughs> you're gonna to have to stand on your hands the next time you hit that cowbell because stick is going to be someplace that you're not going to be able to swing it with your arm he's got two arms or arms. sticks <laughs> and sticks there's two there <laughs> well i think you know we've seen some haptic technology being implemented in canes and devices like the Sunu band and the buzz clip happy pants and so, you know, I think more and more people are actually looking at using haptics in meaningful ways. And, you know, I really think that this year we're going to see more and more 
um, use case scenarios for it. Hopefully somebody will, you know, have the magic sauce and have the revolutionary product we all want and need. But. I don't know, though. <laughs> I don't know. Like, haptics is just... It. it has to be It has to be a way of forming, like, a haptic bubble around you, or at least in front of you. Not just, you know, 30 centimeters out or, you know three feet out you need this you need this bubble right that's my feeling anyway so that it's actually detecting objects that are going to be of useful information to you yeah i mean i think a lot of the problem with a lot of the haptic devices of the past and and of the present are exactly they haven't quite figured out where to where it can go on either the body or on a a cane or Mm -hmm. what have you that is really an all-encompassing solution. It's always like, well, you know, we, yeah, if you, you wear it, if you wear it here on your collar, it's gonna it's gonna cover this this amount of area, and you know, if you have something on your wrist, it's gonna cover this this sort of area. But there's really nothing that really sort of just does it all. So what you need are the haptic shoes. The haptic see, watch. I, see, I, the, haptic the haptic crown. The crown. See, I don't think. <laughs> see, I just don't think that that stuff works. I feel like that's really gimmicky. Like I, they've been talking about haptic shoes mm-hmm. for years. It's never come out. Like no yeah, one's wearing out. haptic shoes. No. You see, I think I think somebody needs to take the heads-up display idea that they use in cars and convert it to tactile. There's talk in in that article I sent Rob. It's actually using a camera with these haptic patches. Yeah. So there's, it's a wearable camera that sends the information to these haptic wearable patches. Well, yeah, the article that you sent me, it was talking, it's, it's, yeah, it's talking about this idea of putting a camera on a belt that is then connected to patches, I believe on the, on your shoulders and chest, I think, uh, that will send sort of haptic information uh, and buzz, I guess, when you're when you're getting pretty close. So, I mean, sitting on the belt, okay. Your belt starts to buzz, then. Well, but but again, I mean, then then you're left with okay. Well, what if you're wearing a coat that's zipped up? Like, what if your belt isn't yeah. exposed? You need I mean, to have a Santa Claus belt. What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's all kinds of practical limitations of that, even. But, I mean, I guess that's a good area to have a camera because it's going to cover probably the, the, the widest field of, uh, of what Ryan is talking about, like a bubble. Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't know, all these things don't seem super practical to me. And I think that that's where, that's where they kind of fail is that at the end of the day, uh, it has to be something that is going to be easy for people who are out and about to use that's very intuitive and that there isn't a huge learning curve. And I just don't think that, that that's out there yet. There, there have been a lot of really goofy approaches to, to haptics over the years. You know, I, I've had so many different people show me different ways of using haptics that, that are utterly impractical. Like I, I, I'm thinking back to one that was on your tongue. Oh, like, like somebody's going to sit with some device sitting on their tongue and, you know, it's just, it's goofy, right? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think you're right, Rob. I, I think that nobody's figured it out yet. Nobody's come no. up with a really good practical no. use for this, for this technology. And to be honest, if they haven't figured it out yet, I would be stunned if anybody <laughs> actually did. I just don't think this is the right technology. You know? Yeah. Or, or the technology isn't quite there yet to be either miniaturized enough to really make it viable. And I, I don't even know how making it smaller would necessarily fix the problem. But yeah, there's just something. It's just not there yet. Yeah. I mean, I think that if anything, haptics where where haptics are exciting um, is companies like uh, Hap to Me, or is it Hap to Me? You, I think. Hap to You, <laughs> who we we actually talked to a couple of years back, um, but they're they've been working on using haptics with touchscreens and right. being able to make touchscreens haptic so that yeah. the the you can make a, a touch screen tactile that was another one i sent you this that's wasn't it? yes are, are, are those the guys out of scandinavia yeah i believe so yeah so yeah i can do it 
European trip and catch, get all this tech under my belt. He's just before angling for You're just trying to angle this into a vacation. Yep. You just got back from Cuba. Stop being greedy. Oh, I know. oh there's Jeez. so much. Uh, you know what? It's funny you should say that. There, Cuba has got it hands down over all of North America for their blind kids. Yeah. They start their blind kids at two years old with, um, with social interactions with other blind kids. And um, that's two years prior to them going to uh, preschool. And then when they're in preschool from K through six, they are in a separate school that they learn all their social niceties and, and Braille and, and uh, all their lessons and stuff. They get a good base and then they mainstream them at grade seven. And they are completely integrated into the classroom. And the, uh, I was talking to somebody the other day who was not part of that system but saw it as a blind person and they were so impressed. So good well, on Cuba. Early intervention is super important and you're right. It's not done near enough up yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. So but to go back to hap, Yeah. Hap sorry. Two. I didn't mean to steal the yeah. thunder there. No, it's okay. Um, yeah. I mean that, that type of technology that, that could actually make touchscreens tactile. I feel like that's, that's something that, that could get some traction that we could really see some some uh, something useful come out of, uh, because if you think about all the things on a on a touchscreen, whether it's a, a website with uh, submit buttons or um, even stuff like they they're talking about like being able to make you be able to feel like the the fabric of a of a piece of clothing on your touchscreen, which I don't know how useful that would necessarily be, but I mean, there's all kinds of accessibility implications of that. Even if yeah. you could, you could make a website, a mobile website, so touchy feely. Yeah, like you, the different sections could have different textures or or whatnot. Uh, there's all kinds of things that you could really do with that. So I think that that's where haptics, I think, uh, could actually really make a difference in the in the next year or two if they can really bake that technology. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think about applications like um, tactile maps, for example. Yeah, sure. You know, for, for something like that. So you could have a kiosk, at, you know, you've always got the kiosk in the mall that's showing you where to go in the mall, where the stores are and so yep. forth. If you could have just a, a standard, you know, visual display that if you put your hand on it, you've got ta haptics. Yeah, yeah. It would it would open it up to, you know, a lot a lot more people. I mean, you just think of, of all the applications that, that currently tactile graphics have both in the education, you know, in, in every day, yep. um, you know, if you could do all that digitally, uh, you'd not only would you reduce the cost, but you'd, you'd, you'd dramatically increase the amount of, of tactile diagrams and maps and just to be able to, to create those a lot easier with technology like this. Well, we should know more in the next couple of weeks. We've got ATIA in the U.S. in the next week or two. And then March we have CSUN. Yep. So we will be watching closely to see what's happening. Yeah, like, so what, what else is your take? Like, what, so how do you feel like wearables are these days, Steve? If you feel like we're going to have a big year in terms of wearables, are, they, are, do, are we seeing any real innovation there, or is it pretty much plateaued? Um, I haven't seen any real leaps forward in, in wearables in the last year. Um, you know, um, are there not, cause they don't seem to really seem to be getting smaller or lighter. Really? I, I don't, I haven't heard of any really new models or any even new products that are coming out in that, in that space. There, yeah. There, but there again, we're, we're ahead of ATIA and CSUN. True. That's right? true. Which is where <laughs> most new things are going to be released, but, or CES. Mm-hmm. CES has already happened, right? Yeah, it's, it's starting right now. It's yeah. this week, I think. It's this week. Okay, so we may we may see something come out of there. Who knows? But yeah, hasn't hasn't been much. Yeah, hasn't been much. You know, there's there's been a few new models of head worn uh, systems um, that you know there's there's a couple that I haven't even seen at this point, um, but uh, you know they seem to be mostly variations on a theme, not not real innovation. Right. 
I mean, it looks like from the current spot, it looks like really this, you know, this new Braille technology, this this new digital Braille technology and something like Ira, you know, again, I think is, is probably set up to have a really good year as well. I think those are probably going to be the big two, um, you know, unless unless CSUN surprises us and something comes down the something comes down the pike that uh, that we don't expect. Yeah. That's got to be worth a cowbell. cowbell. This is way more fun now that it's killing Rick. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why it's getting something my nose today. I just don't know why. I'm going to come home one day with an extra cowbell stashed under my arm just. (laughs) (laughs) Everybody needs one. You'll be unemployed. I swear to God, you will. Put one in the trunk of the car. Where's that cowbell coming from? (laughs) No, it's bad enough driving around with Perkins Brailers in the back. (laughs) Ting! Ting! Mm. Ryan, what do you want? Do you want to talk? Do you want to discuss it all? What? Uh, what, what do we? What? How's the podcast looking for the coming year? What's your hopes and dreams? Well, my hopes and dreams were dashed yesterday. So, f- <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, for the last year, oh, here we go. I've been reaching out to an organization who's really. Pushing accessibility to the forefront of nobody people. knows um, the trouble exactly. I see. And we were declined again. So you oh. can't take these things personally. You must I'm be talking about Microsoft. Yes, I am. But that's okay. They reached out to me this morning and explained why. Oh, did they? <laughs> what What was their excuse? They appreciate what our podcast has to offer, uh-huh. and yet we just Oof. can't accommodate yet this time. Oof, rejection, rejection. That's <laughs> again, it. again. Rejection. This is from the largest, one of the largest companies in the world who are pushing accessibility. We're giving them an open platform to come and push it even more, and they're saying no. You know. And Ryan's not or, jaded at all. No, mm. I'm not. Oh, rejection me off. is I, a cruel. Me off. I, and well, we left it open. I didn't say, you know, are you available next week from ten to eleven? Like. Anytime this year, you're more than welcome to come on the show. It can be a Saturday. It can be a I don't care. Yeah. But, you know, they're telling me they're, they, they can't accommodate us. It's like, well, whatever. Yeah, they got big fish to fry. I gave them 52 weeks. Pick a day. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's true. Anyway. Okay, well, other than that. Yeah, we've got some exciting, I think, some exciting guests coming on in January. Um, it's also an Olympic year, Paralympic year. So uh-huh. we're going to have a couple, mm, right. couple when people. When does that start? That's a summer Olympics, so I don't know. Summer? July. So where, where are the Olympics? It's Mid-July, isn't it? Summer. In Tokyo. 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 Yeah. Oh, really? Hmm, interesting. Yeah, so we got one guy coming on who's been training for tandem cycling. He's going to the World Championships, and we just nice. asked him about his journey. And Uh-huh. And I've got a screen reader manufacturer or screen reader developer coming on and just kind of, you know, working on getting more guests. What else, Ryan? Any other thoughts about anything in general? Hey, did are you going to reach out to those uh, dancers? Ooh. The what roulettes? dancers? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Oh, did you? The yeah. roulettes? Did you get a response? I got a response that they were copying their manager on, and I'm waiting to hear back from them. Who are the roulettes? Okay, at least we didn't get rejected with by them. Well... Yeah. Yet. Yet. <laughs> Who yeah, were the rollers? Uh, they're like a wheelchair dance, dance troupe. Yeah. Oh, cool. Awesome. We yeah. asked them on the show a year or two ago as well. So. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. I think we just said there's some sort of scheduling mix up yeah. or something, and they we had to end up canceling. We just never really uh, picked it up it. again. But, okay. Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be interesting to talk to them. I yep. see where the Rockets had their first visually disabled dancer really? over the uh, Christmas holidays. Yeah. Yeah, young woman only has one hand, and how does that impair her vision? <laughs> yeah, wait, no, no, wait. no. I didn't say vision. Yeah, you did. You did. I did. did I? Yeah, yeah. yeah you did. <laughs> visibly, yeah, like visibly disabled. Oh, vis- is what I said. Oh, okay. Visibly. He's from Newfoundland, folks. Play, well, playback. I think he yeah, said visually. I was going to say playback. <laughs> Cowbell. <laughs> uh, okay, so I start that again. So wait, the Rockets? What? The Rockets. <laughs> the Rockets. The New York Music City. Rockets. Ro- uh, Computer. Radio City Music Hall. Who are the Rockets? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Should I play the station Radio City Music? No. 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 
It's unanimous. No. <laughs> hey, computer. Disabled dancer for the Rockettes. Sorry, I don't know that one. You can't. Yeah. Ask you'd... the G machine. He might know. It's a G machine. I love it. <laughs> just forget it. Yeah, just carry on. Just okay. carry on. Anyway, so no, no, no. But okay, so okay. The, okay, so the Rockettes what? The Rockettes are a dance troupe yeah. that belong to Radio City Music Hall in New York. Mm-hmm. They've been going forever and ever and ever. Yeah, I remember that. And they are phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And this it was this 21-year-old's dream to be a um, headliner with them. And uh, she got the call and auditioned. Um, and she has... No left hand, I believe it is. That's from looking at a picture, so don't quote me on that. Um, but she danced and was accepted and did the the uh, Christmas. Um, cool. The and they're doing five shows a day over the course of the Christmas holidays. Yep. And she is yeah. is living her dream. All right. Well, now what? As we glance around at each other. So we got some good shows coming up. We do. We got CSUN coming up. ATI and CSUN, yep. Which, where, when's ATI? ATIA. 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 Assistive Technology, Technology Industry, Industry Association. Association. I see. No, ATIA, not IC. When's that coming uh, up? Uh, January 14th, I think. Oh, so oh, that's so pretty soon. Yeah. Are we going to do a show about that, Ryan? Might might do a show after that just to talk about some of the news and announcements that come out. But uh-huh. really CSUN's the big one. Okay. So we'll see. We'll keep an eye on that. Yeah. So that's like next week. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. CSUN I guess is the week after. March? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Steve, if- did you go brain dead on us? CSUN is March, yeah. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. I don't know where he went. He's hitting the cowbell in his mind. That's right. I was just winding up for the next cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a podcast in and of itself. Just More the, the Annoy Rick podcast. Do you need a stress ball? So, uh, okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about, Ryan. Yep. All right. Fine. <laughs> Say goodbye. Up. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's all kinds of stuff going on in the world these days. What? Oh, don't, 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 don't don't get started on the politics. No. I just, I just pulled myself out, out of like a nervous breakdown. Don't tell me. I don't want to hear about what's. That's, that's the other thing that I've decided. I'm not surrounding myself by the news cycle or Trump news or anything like that. No news, like nothing. I don't care. I'm surrounding myself by motivational music. And fluffy, fluffy puppies, and that's it. I don't care what's happening. I, I actually, over Christmas, for the first time in fourteen months, got back on social media. I know. Yeah. At least Twitter. Nice to see on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm back on Twitter. I'm back on Twitter and Instagram. Mm. So if anybody wants to find me, I am at Nut Barclay at. Uh, or just at Nut Barkley, N-U-T-B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. You can follow me on Twitter now. Hmm. And I might actually say something as opposed to the nothing <laughs> I've said know, for the last 14 months. This sounds dicey, man. And I'm already commenting, making snarky comments on political <laughs> posts. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So I don't know, here, man. I here f- you are all mellow and stuff. You're your own boss, yada, yada, yada. Things are going okay. So what are we going to do? Snark. Snark and cowbell. I feel like uh, that's like an alcoholic being like, "Look, it's it's uh, it's only one drink. It's it's I can take a shot once. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like it's good. It's good. I just take atmosphere of the bar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I just go for the atmosphere. (laughs) I just go watch the sport, the sporting events, and eat peanuts. I'm totally not. It's fine. I'm good. I like pub food. You know. Yeah, I like pub food. (laughs) (laughs) They make good nachos and stuff. I have no desire to drink at all. 
I, all right well uh, i admit i am stay- looking for more uh, more people i can follow who have fluffy cat posts <laughs> stay tuned we'll we'll okay well we'll keep you updated everybody updated on that over the course of the year that'll be fun yeah and I, I i already started to go through my list of uh, of people that i've been following in the past yeah and, and culling it from the people who are like super snarky mm-hmm. political because you know you don't want any competition well, it's just way too easy to get involved in those conversations. Yeah. Right? And snark back and forth. And, yep. Yeah. You need more so, positivity. So you went from being proud of starting snarking to wanting to limit your snarking all over again? There's certain types of snark that there is no winning on. Yeah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> like if you, if, you get in, if you get into a head-to-head with a Trumpster, for example... Oh, there, there's no... Lo- there's no... Logic and reason are right out the window. Just forget it. There, there's no chance that you're ever going to change their mind. It, it's, you know, and, and it doesn't matter if what they're saying is absolutely provably false. They are not... They're not going, going to, to change to their mind. No, never. Uh, so, you know... It's called brainwashing. I've, I've learned... Or ego. Yeah. And that's the nice thing about social media. You can follow whoever you want. Or, or you, you can, can choose not. not to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yep. Hmm. All right. We All should right. wrap it up. You guys got to get back. Steve and I have a call in an hour. So. What do you guys got a call about? Uh, Braille me. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes. We're talking to the president of the National Braille Press. Presidente. Oh, yeah. Wow. Aren't you guys important? Sometimes. I should say. Yep. I think we've had him on the show, haven't we? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, I'll have to ask him. You got to go home and listen to Eye of the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? There, there's another one. The, uh, part oh, of God. part of my part of my New Year's resolution was to exercise, and I am looking for motivational music. So, if anybody out there has songs that just totally jack them up for exercising, I want to know about it. Why don't you should get that app that I had? What's that? The the zombie app where you got to run oh, away. Oh, the run zombie. <laughs> I had that. Oh yeah, I should totally get that back. You get that back. That's, I have been that's eaten good. so many times on that app. I know. Oh my lord. I had what? to stop it because I thought I was gonna. I was probably gonna give myself a heart attack. It's a, it's an app called Zombies Run. And it's it's a fictionalized thing. You pay three bucks, you put headphones in, you start your run, and every so often that it'll give you an influx you. of zombie noises to make you run faster. Yeah, so you <laughs> have like to... You can change your pace. There's a whole storyline to it, and, and uh, so you get... I, I think you crash in a helicopter or something That's at the right. beginning, yeah. and, and uh, you start getting chased by zombies. So you can you have to run faster to outrun the zombies... And uh, yeah, I, I'm and it tracks your pace and everything. Yeah, so. I, I nearly gave myself a heart attack the yeah. first couple times. <laughs> Me I too. Serve you right, yeah. Stupid. So it's like <laughs> not all of us training. are born with the willpower to run. That's right. <laughs> That's we right. need dad. We need. We need that stimulus. Yeah, it's trust me, it's effective. It's it's very immersive. You feel it really is, and it intermixes. You can you can like set your own playlist so it interplays some music in between. And there's a oh whole storyline. It's cool. It appeals to I the just, self-preservation I, of the monkey brain. Yeah, it just, <laughs> it just it just was not the right app for me because I felt like I was in probably putting myself in danger. <laughs> I, I was I was using that app and I was on Vancouver Island. I was staying in a hotel in uh, Qualicum Beach, and I'm at one end, <laughs> I'm at one end of the beach. And I start listening to this thing. I'm running along the beach. Then I start booking along the beach. And then I start booking up further along the beach. And then I, I ran out of beach, so I had to turn around. <laughs> I start coming back the other way. And as I'm, you know, I'm I'm walking. Then I'm sprinting along, and then I'm walking. And then I'm sprinting along, and I'm look I look up at the hotel. And there's people in the hotel uh, out on the patio of the restaurant looking at me like. What the <laughs> hell is wrong with that guy? <laughs> I think I'd be asking the same question. And I've known you a long time, so. <laughs> Anyways, okay, right, let's so, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah, we need to, need to do a group group photo. Okay, well, hold Instagram on. page. Okay, well we're not. Okay, well we're not. We're not there yet. We gotta finish the podcast yeah, first. Let's do it. Uh, hey, okay. Well, anyways, hey Ryan, Rob, Steve, where can Rick. people? Rob, where can people Nicole. find? Nicole. Hello. Where? Where? <laughs> it's going to be a real long year. Uh, it's only the seventh of January, Rob. No, this is not helping. <laughs> this is not helping my state of mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Rocky, save me. Uh, where? Yeah. There we go. 
Uh, where can people find us? Online at atbanter.com. Uh, they can also drop us an email if they so desire at cowbell at atbanter.com. And they can also find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. And uh, that's going to be about do it for us, I think. ChaosTechnicalServices.com. Oh, hey, let's talk about ChaosTechnicalServices.com. Yeah, let's talk about ChaosTechnicalServices. What are you fixing these days? A lot of Perkins. (laughs) Yeah. You getting swamped with the Perkins? Oh my God! Not swamped. No, I'm 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 staying on top of them. But uh, since we've come back from vacation on the 30th of December, I've got eight. Ooh, steady. I'm starting to get them out of Ontario now. Well, really? Yeah. Says he's not swamped. PRCVI. I I'm doing four at a time for them. I got a client here who's got one at work and one at home. I've got I've got one in the office now. I got one coming uh, when I drop the first one off, and I've got two coming from uh, Ontario. Wow. So, well, listen, lots of them out there. If anybody out there has a piece of assistive technology that is broken, guess what? Rick can fix it. The only is challenge it? is spelling chaos. Oh, yeah. well, no, not really. Yeah, I always get the A and the O mixed C-H-A-O-S. up. C-H-A-O-S technicalservices.com or chaos tech c-h-a-o-s-t-e-c-h at shaw is the direct email address dot what shaw.ca ca right exactly all right well excellent well uh then i think that is going to do it for us no no it won't no it won't cowbell for brian and now (laughs) that will just about do it for us for this first episode of 2020. Stay Thanks. tuned. It's going to get better. <laughs> Let's hope this. so. Oh, there's nothing wrong with this. Okay. Uh, Good day, Ace. Thanks, everybody, for listening in, and we will see everybody next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Canadian Assistive Technology, providing low vision and blindness solutions across Canada. Find us online at www.canastech.com. That's C-A-N-A-S-S-T-E-C-H dot com. Or call us toll free at 1-844-795-8324. For all your assistive technology servicing needs, call Chaos Technical Services at 778-847-6840 or find them online at chaostechnicalservices.com. Whoa, look at that. Master of the one take.